Gabby. What's up, buddy? What's up, dude? We're doing our very first uh, Oritz Free, Devon Free. How's that feel? <laughs> oh, wow. That sounds like a, like a low blow, poor guy. It's not a low blow, man. We miss you. We wish you were here. Uh, Devin is feeling under the weather, so we are going to tackle this as a twosome this week, or it's free. Uh, so we've got myself, Daniel, we've got Gabby, that's Sup. you, Sup. wearing your Destiny shirt, love it. Yeah, I'm wearing a Destiny a throwback. shirt. Yeah, buddy. I wonder if I can still find mine. I feel like I gave Kyle my second one, and I still have my original Destiny shirt somewhere. <laughs> It blows my mind at one point him, in time. I don't, I don't know why you gave him one, to be honest. Because he likes Destiny, dude. I know. And I like Kyle. Like... Shout out to Kyle. Shout out to Kyle. Is that a problem? No, not at all, buddy. All right. Cool, man. Well, uh, yeah. So welcome to Awards Free. Uh, we'll, keep a, we'll keep it probably pretty brief this week, um, just based off the fact that, I mean, we just had E3, and so there hasn't been a ton of gaming news, given that everybody kind of blew their proverbial load last week. Um, except for Sony, who's still holding on to that dearly until whenever. Um, and EA, I guess, is, is also holding on to things, even though we did hear um, some EA news this week, which I'm really excited about if it's if it comes to pass, uh, if what we suspect it is comes to pass. Samurai so welcome Wars. to Or It's Free. What? Nothing. Keep going. Sorry. Did you say Samurai Wars? I said some rumors. <laughs> some rumors. Yeah, dude. Samurai Wars made by EA. I don't fucking know if that's even a thing, but um but yeah welcome to or it's free every thursday you can find us except this thursday you can find us on twitch tv uh slash dr ice where we stream with our good buddy Devin before he goes on his little uh streamathon after the show um he also streams all week long uh but this week we're just going to talk gaming news no video component this week so sorry for those of you that are either watching us on uh twitch live or on uh, youtube <laughs> Um, which is probably maybe two or three of you. So shout out to you guys for listening. Uh, anything else housekeeping wise, Gabby? I feel like we actually got like a we got like a YouTube channel now, which actually like gets updated weekly. No, just plug our Instagram, I guess. Really, just follow us at the Slice To on Instagram. At the Slice, the Slice to, on to Twitter. On Twitter. Which is basically just reposting the Slice To Instagram and also a snarky comment from time to time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, check us out, and we'll have a, we'll we're, we got more stuff on the way. We promise. So hang tight for that, uh, and, and in the near future, we'll, we've got some new shows and stuff like that on the way. But um, let's talk about this last week, man. So like I said, it's kind of a tough week to follow. Anytime you have E three, and then you're looking for gaming news the following week, there's not really a ton to talk mm-hmm. about. Maybe some clarification and stuff like that. But um, I mean, let's start with what we've been playing, I guess, as we always do. So what have you been up to this week? Man, what have you been playing? What okay, demos? So this this past week has been pretty quiet in terms of um, gaming. I've been pretty busy. Kind of been watching the basketball playoffs since they're now in the conference finals. But I have played the new content in Sea of Thieves that dropped yes, no, two days ago. Mm-hmm. And... I'm super, super, super impressed with the, the the quality of the content and like how just epic the whole thing feels. Um, the, from the puzzle making to the world building, it's been really, really fun to play. Um, my only my only gripe with it is that because they kept it a secret, they didn't do test servers for any of it. 
So it's been pretty buggy where it's almost like you're you're wasting a lot of time because things just happen and then you have to start all over again and yeah, but like overall um it's a lot of fun. I do want to touch on Echo Generation real quick. I did I guess beat the demo. Super excited for that game. Like I'm really really excited for that game to come out. So Is that a Game Pass game? I believe so. It was okay. one of the demos. Uh is a I'm pretty sure it is a Game Pass game and I really enjoyed the 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 demo very much. Um so that's what I'm looking forward to. I haven't played a lot of Halo this week, um, but I'm looking forward to diving into Season 7 of Master Chief Collection. So, yeah, man, how about you? What have you been playing? Um, well, on the opposite end of the spectrum, on the non-Xbox side of the spectrum, I've been playing... Uh, actually, actually, really quickly, I want to touch on so Sea of Thieves, because that's a game that I played very, very briefly when it first came out. And I know that we have a, a group of friends that follow that game pretty closely. I play it pretty often. So I was pretty impressed, like seeing everybody that was going back and talking about the content that dropped this week. Um, everybody seemed really, really enthusiastic about it. And it seems like it's a lot more full of a game than it was when it when it first launched. There was barely anything really to do in it at, at the first you know couple months. And so I had uninstalled it. But for the first time in years, I've been motivated to reinstall it and maybe just check it out. So maybe I will, maybe I won't. Hit up your really boy Maz. He'll, he'll, he's like Mazzotti is, he's always loved the game, even from the beginning when it was bare bones. But yeah, I was, I've been playing with him, uh, Nigel and Kyle these last couple nights. Me and uh, Muzz actually played another game I'll touch on a little bit later, which I was I know, super excited. Me. Oh, my <laughs> God. We're so excited. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we – we uh, I'm I'm curious to check out Sea of Thieves. We'll see if I have the time for it because, honestly, there's just so much to play. Like, I still haven't even gone through my Mass Effect trilogy, and I've been really excited to play that. I love playing that. Yeah. Um, but I, I think we put a pause on that until we have more of a structure around what we're going to do with our, our, uh, our podcast, our, our uh, leftovers. I think that's why I've put a pause on it. I don't know – if it's the same with you, but that's definitely been front of mind. I've been like, I don't want to rush through this until we take the time to talk about it and be able to publish that. For sure. So we'll see when that happens. I'm hoping that maybe we can get at least through the first game by the time EA Play uh, comes around. That way um, we can, if there is anything Mass Effect related that gets talked about, uh, it'd be pretty exciting to, to have at least the foundation of the original trilogy uh, completed and out of the way. So mm-hmm. what have I been playing? Well, Ratchet and Clank at Platinumed. Uh, fantastic game. Oh, wow. You Platinumed it, eh? Yeah, nice pretty too. simple platinum, under twenty hours. Um, not too, not too tough to platinum. Um, man, that game is just like I said this to somebody else. I think I may have said it last week, but like it's the love letter to PlayStation, like like software in the same way that Astros was the love letter to PlayStation hardware and some of the other franchises. So I finally acquired like the gun that allows you to bring in portals from different dimensions. Um, it's called the Rhino 8, or now I guess the Rhino Infinite because I fully upgraded it. And uh, the game, the part of the game I was most excited to experience, and I called this a very long time ago, probably right after the game was actually announced that it was going to be like a multi-dimensional adventure. I wanted to see Ratchet and Clank in this game, or not Ratchet and Clank, I wanted to see Jack and Daxter in this game so fucking bad. Either just like jumping through a portal and like seeing Haven city or like just a small little nod as there have been uh, nods to them in the past. And, uh, man, I just, it got spoiled for me, unfortunately. And I know that you saw it got spoiled for me like the day before it came out, but like to actually pop the gun and like see them on screen. Like I was probably in photo mode for like 20 minutes, just taking photos of Jack and Daxter hanging out with rivet and, uh, um, and her partner. Um, and man, just like, 
just such a wholesome moment, like probably the biggest smile that's been on my face in gaming for a long time. So if they ever do do anything with that series, like, man, I'll, I'll be, I'll be through the roof. So platinum direction and clank, um, started dying light. So that's what me and Mike were really, uh, playing the other night. So we played through the prologue together, just kind of talking about it playing at the same time. I never played dying light when it first came out, but it was always something that was kind of on my radar. And it sounds like the enhanced edition came out a couple of years ago and really just refined visuals and some of the performance issues. So we were, we were playing it the other night and we were having a blast. Like that game is legitimately scary at points, especially when it gets to nighttime. Yeah. Um, I was telling you that all the, all the podcasts, it gets scary at night, man. Yeah, dude. And, but like, Oh my God, like, okay. So the very first night, I guess that you're, that you're going through it. Like you have to go to this like power plant and it's really dark. Um, it's also a perfect game to figure out that my uh, my dark settings on my TV and my PlayStation were not matching. So I was able to solve that problem that I've been facing since launch. So, um, but yeah, scary, scary game. Uh, the weapon crafting and just like the weapon system and just kind of like the the ludicrous costumes that are in that game now that it's a, a game of the year-esque edition version of the game. Um, it's pretty ridiculous. But man, it's been a lot of fun so far. It actually reminds me of a game that I talked about a little while ago, which is Condemned Criminal Origins, just in terms of like some of the weapon crafting and some of the stuff that you actually pick up like a two by four with like nails in it, like stuff like that. Um, so you're using pretty like grounded weapons um, to, to be able to actually kill zombies. And there's like runners and like different breeds of zombies. Anyways, look, had a blast. Can't wait to play it again with Mike. Um, nice. We're looking forward to, to dying light two. And I was talking to another buddy of ours, Greg, who loved dying light one played like hundreds of hours in that game. Yeah. I played a lot with Greg. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty stoked on, on the sequel, which is going to be out in December. So, uh, so yeah, those have been the big two. And then, just doing my dailies and MLB as I usually do. And I popped, uh, I popped some of the demos in and tried some of the demos um, for echo generation and tunic and stuff like that, which was, you know, fun and, and just waiting for the full releases of those games. So pretty busy week, but um, really just kind of rounding up stuff that I had already started and then, uh, and then dying light, which I'm looking forward to playing more of. Wicked bro. Yeah, man, it was a lot of fun. So um, I mean, in terms of gaming news this week, the big one for me, <clears throat> there's a rumor uh about ea motive which was originally jade redmond studio that was working on a star wars game uh working on a beloved uh or at least a, like a, a a very liked uh franchise that ea plans on bringing back at ea play which is the rumor and naturally uh people went to dead space um but this is also because there was a little bit of a hint in a tweet that talked mm-hmm. about if we're not dead first uh, that was kind of the way that the person worded the tweet. So, yeah, I can't wait, man. I, I played the entire Dead Space trilogy. Uh, I was a big fan of Dead Space one and two. Dead Space three was kind of weird. It didn't really fit the the the, the same um, style as the first two. But I can't wait if that's really the EA reveal. Like that's that's up there with Mass Effect for me. Not quite the same level, but like it's up there. Yeah, I have never played Dead Space, so if it excites you. I'm happy for you, buddy. <laughs> Will you play Dead Space? Will I play it? I mean, yeah. yeah. If it's a good game, I'll check it out. It'll probably hit up Game Pass eventually. <laughs> Fucking guy. Well, it'll be, I guess, EA Play. Because it's if it's an EA game, we might make its way it'll there. It'll eventually hit the vault, yeah, at some point. Yeah. Yeah, so those are great games, man. D- uh, Dead Space 2 is probably one of my, my favorite games of, of the PS3 generation. Um so I'm really, really excited to see if they reboot it or if they even just remaster it and then reboot or do something new with it. Anyways, so Dead Space, we'll see what happens. July 22nd, EA Play. Obviously, we're going to be talking about that uh, on the podcast for that week. Um, but we got a little bit of time between now and then. So we'll see what else is on the docket for EA. 
Hey, uh, what other news this week, man? Anything you want to talk about? I know that Halo Halo got some news. Infinite got some some season one uh, reveals in terms of what what's going to be coming to, to Halo Infinite season one. Yeah, I didn't really get the chance to look at it though, but I think I dropped like just right before we got online. Is it weird for them to announce it that early? I don't know. I don't think so. It's more like a roadmap type stuff, you know. Yeah. I mean, we don't have a date yet for it. So for us to know the season one concept just seems a little bit, I don't know, a little bit premature. I know the game is going to come out this year. Like, that's the thing is I think Phil Spencer this week said something like they know, like, within a two or three week period when it's going to be releasing. They're just Oh, did he see? Like, I didn't even know that, man. Like, run down the news. Like, you give me the news. Dude, there's not a lot. Like, it's been like little interviews and stuff. But Phil Spencer, yeah. Wasn't Ghost of Tsushima on PC news? Well, I guess it's not like really. Has it been confirmed for PC? I thought they just took the only on PlayStation logo off, and that like confirmed that it's basically going to go somewhere else. I don't know. Fucking, you don't know anything, man. Come on. I told you. Or it's free. I told you I didn't know anything. Gabby, (laughs) you're my co-chair here, buddy. I need you to bring something to the table. Give me news. Make up fucking news. What what got announced this week in your fantasy Gabby world? In my fantasy Gabby world, Um... say Mass Effect Four. Just say we got a trailer, please. Put it in the in the app. Final Fantasy Seven Remake came out on on, on Game Pass. Why do you care? You own it. I didn't buy it yet. I'm not gonna buy it until I know I'm gonna play it. That's my philosophy right now. Can you please play it soon? That game is so good. God, man, you played the PS4 version. And you loved it. I know I did, buddy. I'm gonna get it. I just like, dude. I just. I'm lost. I'm lost in my life. That's the news right now, dude. I just I don't have the time to play all these games and like I'm just trying to like make the be, time. Be semi-responsible and not just spend hundreds of dollars on something I'm not going to pour my time into, you know what I mean? What version of Final Fantasy 7 is hundreds of dollars? Also, I love dude, that your wife's name is on that cup. That's so good, yeah. man. Dude, the, <laughs> this one is is it's nine? It's like eighty bucks, buddy. Yeah, and next week it's going to be ten dollars more because it's going to go up because of the tax, dude. Buy that shit this week. <laughs> I'd rather spend more when I know I'm going to actually play it. All right, man. That wraps up the podcast for this week. I don't feel like having this conversation anymore. Uh, we should we should uh actually you know what I have the disc for it. I don't think it's eligible to like download the free PSV five copy if it's no, the disc. So I don't think so. Well, you don't, don't even have, have a disc version. Fucking loser! <laughs> I could have shared so many games with you. Oh my! Goodness, really, just that dude. one to be honest with oh you. Oh my goodness, man! <laughs> Digital editions. This stick it in your fucking editions. Xbox and see if it downloads it on Game Pass. Can you imagine? <laughs> I can. That's why I said it. We can talk about Loki if you want. We can talk about Loki. Yeah, there's one more piece of gaming news that that uh, that was pretty exciting though, which was um, let me find the article here. I found it exciting, but I don't necessarily know what this game's quality will be like. Um, but I actually I messaged you about it the other day, and I was like, "Hey, I really hope this makes it to Game Pass because it's a game that I'd like to play without having to play the full cost." But what game is new- this? I don't even remember. The new Aliens game. Uh, oh, Fire yes. Team. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. It's like that same Left 4 Dead-ish style, but I'm pretty sure it's third person. Yeah. And not first person. 
They said it's kind of like the aliens. I mean, if you're an alien franchise fan, they said it's the aliens to uh, alien isolations, alien. So what that means in non alien fan terms is aliens was a much more action packed game uh, movie. It was a, it was James Cameron that directed that movie. Um, there was a lot of just like, just like great set pieces and it was just a much more grandiose uh, film. And then the original one was a lot more intimate and much more of like a space mystery, like horror um, movie. So I, I, I liked Alien Isolation. I actually thought it was a pretty good Alien game. Um, I had to replay it because it's been quite a while. But I'm excited to see Aliens if it, if it does work out. Gearbox's name isn't anywhere close to this game. So hopefully it's not like Colonial Marines, which was not a good Alien game. Um, but yeah, I, I want to see it. It's 39 bucks. I don't feel like buying it full price, but I'm really hoping it makes a debut on Game Pass just so I can try it out. And then if I do like it, um, I'll buy it because I, I do love I love Alien. So I'm excited to see what that might be. And then I guess our last piece of news we'll talk about is the link that you just sent me. Is that what you were talking about? Yeah, this just dropped like nine minutes ago. I just reported this on a tweet. Maybe they reported it earlier, but it was that earlier, might be of interest to you. Yeah. So Gabby, do you want to, do you want to talk about it? Sure, man. Let me, let me, let me pull up the article. So this is, I'm reading from IGN. Um, a girl named by Rebecca Valentine reported this earlier today. Um, Insomniac is working on a multiplayer project according to some job postings that they have. So I'm just going to read real quick. So this comes from multiple job postings at the studio, which Insomniac says are for a multiplayer project. Among other roles, Insomniac is looking for a creative director, a story lead, an art director, and a systems designer specifically for multiplayer systems. Yeah, it's, into the listings doesn't. Uh, yeah, so yeah, they so. actually tweeted it out. So they actually tweeted out Insomniac is hiring. We have five new job openings as part of a, a multiplayer project. So let me ask you this. I'm going to ask mm. you a question. Being our our biggest, uh, the biggest PlayStation guy, I know. What does this mean for you? And what do you I, want out of it? It means I hate that you game. don't play more games on PlayStation with me. Oh That's what it means. God, man, come on. Um, and actually, to me, I. I have a hope for what this is. I don't think it's re- realistic. I well, would love to see this be a Sunset Overdrive multiplayer game. Okay. In the vein of like a, I don't know, just like a co-op. Yeah, a co-op Sunset Overdrive. Like that That to me just is like everything I would want from Insomniac that's not Ratchet and Clank or Spider-Man, which we know we're going to get more of. That would fulfill it. Do you want and it to be... Do you want it to be like a story, um, can't, like co-op, or do you think this is strictly going to be some sort of like multiplayer-only type game, open world, probably? What do you? Uh, think? It's hard to say. I mean, from the listings, this game is probably like years away. Like, it's still looking for a creative director, which means that it probably doesn't have like a clear vision yet. Um, because like if you look at the job listing, it says define the vision and quality of all aspects of the development for a single game. So they're looking for some key pieces to whatever this game might be. But I do think, if I think about the universes that they oversee, Sunset Overdrive is probably the most multiplayer friendly universe that has like the most opportunity for for the game systems to work into that really well. I would love to see a story driven co-op, like four player co-op game. And I think of games like, like Suicide Squad that's going to be coming out like that kind of vein of game, which actually looked a little bit Sunset Overdrive when it first was revealed. 
And then, I mean, just, yeah, just the color. And then, honestly, playing Knockout City so much has, like, brought back. I I really wish that there's more games that have that cartoonish art style. And Sunset Overdrive did that so well. So that's really what I hope. What do I think it is? I have have no fucking idea. They have so many projects on the run now. You have to think Spider-Man 2 is in development. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart leaves off on a huge cliffhanger. So whether they tell that in, like, a small bite-sized story like they have with Ratchet and Clank games in the past... But it's DLC? a pretty ambitious project. Yeah, DLC maybe I could see that, or like a small like little thirty nine dollar game that kind of like wraps up the, st- the story. That's what Quest for Booty was on PlayStation Three. So, um, it kind of ext- expanded the story and then led into what the next Ration Plank game would be. So maybe similar to what they did with Spider Man and Miles, like we get like a Ratchet next year that's like Rift Apart apart. Yeah, you know, Rift Apart Two. Oh, that's such a good I mean, name. for me, like this is this just shows. How, like we just we talked about Insomniac, I think on our last or or couple like we yeah. just recently we talked about them and and um how how amazing they've been doing pumping out these games like if you just think back to 2018 Spider Man and then Miles Morales and now this within what two three years like more recently Miles and Ratchet um, within what seven months apart that's incredible and to see that they're growing and still ambitious and wanting to do more um is pretty exciting because we've like their their track record is is born on some of the best in the industry right now so i'm pretty excited to see what they do i i think it'd be cool if they did an overwatch um multiplayer return back to that world because that game deserves this um a lot more people to get uh their hands on i know it didn't do as well like i guess sales wise or whatever maybe just in terms of like it's a it's a cult classic hidden gem that a lot more people can can get their hands on so i'm excited insomniac is kick-ass i know i'll eventually ratchet so don't yell at me and i'll eventually beat miles don't yell at me again <laughs> and i just want you to love games like i do you know that's it <laughs> yeah i just want you to I love do. the same games i do i'm just i'm just a parent <laughs> It's hard, man. It's hard, dude. So it's instead hard. of playing fucking through Halo for the 500th time, just play Miles. It's three hours long. That's it. That's all I ask. <laughs> um, another, I guess another thought, because I was just looking through their back catalog of games. Uh, I guess it's not out of the realm of possibility that it could be a Resistance game. It's been a while since we've seen that franchise. And um, that was their like FPS multiplayer, like if it's like a free-to-play I'd, yeah. Resistance game. was never really into Resistance. Their first two were kind of meh, and then I will say that the third one was more of like a, it was a tighter. I totally forgot story. about that game until you brought it up just now. So, the third one, I will say, the third one was like that. I feel like that really set them off to be like the developer that they are today. Like it was a, it was a tightly told narrative. The game looked really good. The first two just felt a little bit empty. Like it just felt like a dev that was kind of a little bit out of their element. Um, but mm-hmm. it did have like cool guns. Like that's kind of what they're known for. Um, mm-hmm. And then like we went from you know, Resistance 3 to Sunset Overdrive in 2014. Like, their last seven years have been so good, man. Spider-Man, Miles, Ratchet, Ratchet Clank 2016, Sunset Overdrive. Like, that. that's yeah. that's a seven-year, that's a good run. Yeah, So for sure. We will see. And then they've done some VR games on the side, too. Like, they've done little smaller projects like Stormland and The Unspoken, which I think are Oculus games, but never got a chance to play them. Anyways... Shout out to Insomniac for putting out some quality shit for these last seven years. Y'all have been great. Okay, Loki. So, I'm caught up. 
I'm caught up as well. Cool. All right. Well, that's a good, uh, that's a good summary. So how do you, what are your okay, thoughts on the first three episodes? Uh, I really like the third episode style, like style wise. I really liked, so I like like the planet that they were on. It kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of Sakaar a little bit, but like a darker Sakaar, like the planet from, um, Thor Ragnarok, just with like some of the vibrant colors of like the buildings and stuff like that, especially in that last sequence. Oh, that last sequence was fucking dope for sure. There's like that single shot. I think that runs for a few minutes too. Like it was just shot really, really well. It looked really pretty. Mm. um i liked seeing like a more of an introspective loki like just like seeing him talk about like love and like his mother like his relationship with his mother and like actually like opening up because this isn't as much as we like we our last memory of loki is loki that died in infinity war like this is not that loki like yes he's seen his life but he hasn't experienced everything so he's just seen all of this happen really recently so to see him be more of an introspective loki i think it's an it's important because it means that that was always there it's just something that we didn't really see until he had a better relationship with Thor. But you see like the moment where his dad passes away in Ragnarok and like, he's watching that moment with like emotion. Like he's like crying and seeing his father pass away and seeing his brother stand with him. Um, so I, I really like this so far. Like, I think the Loki character moments are just like, they're just, they're so well done. They've always seen Loki through the lens of other characters. So to see Loki through the lens of Loki is a breath of fresh air for that character and makes him feel more like an anti-hero rather than a full-on villain. Um, but yeah, love it so far. It's had its dips in, in like keeping me engaged at some points. Like there's some parts that are eh, like, I, I don't know if I feel hundred percent on them yet, but to be fair, that's how I felt about WandaVision and uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And those ended up coming around uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier more than WandaVision. But um I'm hoping that this can be the same or just those moments don't feel as, as uh, jarring once the series is actually over. So those are my thoughts so far. I give it an eight out of 10. I think the last episode really sold me on the style and, and some of the, uh, the uniqueness of, of the, uh, the places that they're going to visit. I thought that was really cool. Nice, man. Like, what do you think? I, so I'm super into it. I feel like it's different than even just the movies. Like it's, it's interesting, um, like you touched upon it. Like I even like even when I'm watching it, I forget that that isn't that Loki. Like this is the Loki that really from Avengers one onwards, technically, um, not the Loki that we know died on on that ship at the beginning of Infinity War, right? So. Yeah, I think like for me, I don't really know much about um the timekeepers and like all this but like i've been reading up on some theories and all that stuff and i I think this last episode kind of hinted towards it where is it the tva yeah they all think that they were created by the timekeepers but they're not like that was like the twist that we got in, in this last episode when uh what what does she call herself again um sylvie Sylvie was telling Loki that no it's not like these are all just variants that were brought here to and brainwashed I guess so I'm interested to see more I feel like this is more of a as much as I really like Falcon Winter Soldier and there was a lot of like I guess political things behind it and like the impactfulness of just a lot of the movements that we're seeing in the world this one is more so not really like that angle but more so setting up future movies and stuff like that so i'm excited to see more of it i'm 
I don't I'm I'm not fully in love with um Sylvie yet. I don't know. Like this last episode a little bit I felt like like yeah, she's kind of cool, but Tom Middleton, it's Tom Middleton, right? He's awesome, man. Tom He's Middleton, so yeah. good. He's so good. He's so good. But yeah, also I'm Owen Wilson, it. dude. Owen Wilson in the series is so good. Like I don't remember yeah, why I like, Owen Wilson. I feel like I feel like he's more like his character isn't as important as like I don't think I don't know maybe I'm wrong maybe his character does become very important but I just think he's just a one off character like just in this show I don't know if he'll actually make the movies you know what I mean yeah like kind of like an Agent Coulson but maybe for the TVA instead yeah like I I don't know I don't know we'll see what happens but yeah it's cool to see Owen Wilson. You know, I literally just as we're talking about it, I just remember, like, I just realized why I love this show and why I've been digging this show so much is it's basically like it's it's Blade Runner in the MCU. Like instead of hunting <laughs> down replicants, they're hunting down variants. And instead of the Blade Runners, like it's it's just the TVA. Like it, it, it feels very much like that. And then even the score has reminded me a lot of like Blade Runner 2049, seeing these like vast sweeping planets that have like nothing going on on them. Like, well, that last very... city scene that we were ta- you were talking about. Is, yeah, man. Is... It, it's like a cyberpunk city. It's 2077. Literally, it's the year 2077. It's like a cyberpunk-esque city. It looks a little bit like cyberpunk 2077. And it looks like fucking Blade Runner. Like those night scenes look really, really pretty. So, man. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I really am digging the show. I think it's it's been great so far. There's just a lot of lore around it, right? And like yeah. unknown. And the one theory I was is it was reading is that they're in the quantum realm or something like that. And the new Ant and the Wasp, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania is like. I think this is going to segue into that movie potentially with the Timekeepers and shit like that. So, hmm. I wonder. It's kind of like. I, I don't know if you felt the same way, but like a lot of the speculation that's gone in on in the M I felt this way in WandaVision where I was like very speculative. I was like, man, what's going to happen next? Like, can I guess it kind of thing? And since WandaVision kind of didn't really pull on a lot of the threads that I think people were hoping that it was going to pull on with like Mephisto I, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've kind of just suspended my, like my like research after like I watched the episode, I take what's there at face value. I might do a little bit of reading to like understand some of the peripheral characters to know whether like Sylvie is an actual variant in like the comics at any point. Cause I don't, I don't know the depth of that lore very much, yeah. but I've really like, I've stopped guessing. Like, I just don't, I, I'm trying to go into every week, like, like not knowing what to expect, not knowing what stories are similar to like the comics and stuff like that. And trying to like, just really have this understanding of the show. And then maybe going back after the series is over or the season is over and reading about some of the things that could have been, but didn't necessarily come to pass. Um, yeah. And I'm enjoying it more that way. Cause it does, this is the uniqueness of the MCU, right? It's like at the beginning of these movies, like when they first started, like however many years ago, there was always that sense of like, Oh, it's like deviating from the comics. Like, I don't like that. It's deviating from the comics. Whereas over the course of the last decade, like I think all of us have accepted, like this is its own thing. Like this isn't going to retell stories from the comics. It's going to kill characters that didn't die in the comics or didn't die this way in the comics. Um, and so I'm okay, like going into it as if it's like the first time that I'm getting to know these characters or at least these variations of these characters. Um, and I'm really, really enjoying, uh, doing that. I also watched Iron Man three for some reason, right after I watched this year's, this week's episode of Loki. And I was like, man, to think that the MCU has gone from like a fucking small little town Christmas movie where like extremist guys are blowing up to like fucking multidimensional time travel. Like it's crazy. It happens so quickly too. Yeah. I actually watched Infinity War recently. Again, because Kara was like, do you want to watch something? I'm like, sure. And then we were going to watch Far From Home. 
And I'm like, babe, like you've you haven't seen like are you gonna skip literally like 18 movies? You've only seen like a handful of movies. I'm like, I don't know if we should skip movies. And we ended up watching Infinity War, and I was like pausing and explaining to her like just small little tidbits. And obviously, she still doesn't see the whole big picture. And I'm trying to convince her to let's watch them all. And I guess not necessarily how they came out, but like more of like the story, like that. I I don't know what they call it, but like just to, for it to make more sense in a in a big picture type of way. Because I feel mm-hmm. like the list that we saw had um, Captain America first, and then um, what's her name? I'm blanking. Brie, Brie Larson's character. What's her name again? Captain Marvel. I think Captain Marvel was a, a, was supposed to be the second movie in the timeline. If you watch it like the way to, for it to make the most sense, I guess I don't know. Like timeline wise, like it's the '90s versus like the yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So I'm Chronolo- she chronologically. Fully, chronologically, yeah. She hasn't fully bought into watching all these movies, but hopefully, uh, yeah. Um. But yeah, do you want them I, to I, open? We could talk. I haven't finished it yet, to be honest. With oh, okay. Then we we'll wait. Then we we'll can't. Wait. Yeah, it's yeah. such a good show, though. I'm so glad it's you got so, into it. It's so good, dude. I told so many people to try to watch that show, and like you're the only one that like did it. And your reaction was like, "Dude, this show is fucking great." I was like, "I'm telling you, man." Dude, like, Kara and I love that show very, very much. So dude. good, so so well. And done, they're coming man. back with a part three. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah man, such yeah. a great show. It's so good, dude. It's crazy how much your like possibilities open up when you're willing to like listen to stuff in their in their subs rather than uh, dubbed in English or whatever. Like some some shows are just way better without the stupid dubs on top of them, and this is one of those shows where it just feels so good. And, like just just watching it, um, yeah, with a little Speaking French comprehension. Yeah, let let them speak French. It's fine. Yeah, that's fine. It's good. Um, I guess last thought on the whole MCU thing is like I, I don't know if. I guess it's different because it's not going to like, you can't expand these movies over 10 years, like the way that we experience them. But like you do miss out on some pretty pivotal moments. If you don't watch all of them, like the big payoff in Endgame is like stuff. That's like after having, after having watched Iron Man three, like there's a line in that movie that goes directly into infinity war, like where he's fighting his demons and like dealing with the, like the, the fallout of New York and like this impending threat, building all these suits to like protect himself and protect pepper. Like there's just so many little moments of payoff that come together. If you don't watch them, um, yeah. You miss out on that. There's definitely a, a greater um, appreciation for for the the conclusion if you've watched all of them, and a testament to the Marvel Studios, like they know they knew exactly what they were doing. So, I wonder if they, they were, like when they were like putting them together. You mean? Yeah, I mean, like when they were making Infinity War and Endgame, specifically Endgame, like. You knew, like, what specifically that they wanted to touch upon these different things from all these different movies to reward the fan for this whole journey that they've been on. You know what I mean? I know, but it it does feel there are points where I'm watching the older movies where I'm like, they they, they definitely just threw this in there to be like, fuck it, man. Like, if we can make something of this one day, just throw it in the goddamn movie. That's literally what Iron Man One was. They were like, we're gonna go out of business. Like, we're literally gonna go bankrupt. So let's fucking just like throw a bunch of things in Iron Man One and see if it works out. Uh, yeah. And it did, thankfully. Cheese, it cheeseburgers, did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, but like, just there's so yeah, there's so many of those moments where like, uh, in the in the funeral scene of Endgame, when you have the entire like like everybody's there, like all the cast, all the Avengers there, and there's that one person that you're like, man, who is that? Like, who is that kid? 
or like the taller guy and you realize he's the kid from iron man 3 like i didn't realize that at first like watching yeah. it on screen right so they just treated the they treated those movies with a lot of love and it feels For like sure so like it's like a been, fan service it's been so long since there's been an mcu movie like we really don't. isn't that crazy yeah it's crazy dude like when was the last went- one it was it was far from home. Far right? from home. Far yeah, that's from home crazy. Was the last one. That's two Dude, years ago. Like this week, that's, that's two years ago. That's what I'm saying. Like to be to be completely honest with you, and I'm like I'm kind of glad we're talking about this now. I went from not really caring about Black Widow to wanting to really watch it because we haven't seen an MCU movie in, in forever. So long. Yeah, dude. Like I really didn't care about that movie at all, but now I'm like, yeah, let's go. I'm probably gonna pay thirty bucks for it, and I'm, and I haven't done that on Disney Plus before yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I think excited. like, man, it it. I actually am kind of happy. Like, it seems a little bit crazy to think about that, but like, Endgame and Far From Home, like, just wrapped up the the series or like that saga so well. But I'm actually kind of glad they gave it an extra year. I'm not glad for the pandemic, but like I'm glad that it actually got an extra year to breathe because it feels like a chapter is legitimately ended. Like, you know, when you finish a book and you just go and read the next book or if you watch a series and then this next season is right there for you and you're like, yeah, well, it kind of lessens the impact of like the season finale because I didn't wait the same way that everybody else waited. Like, that's what this feels like. It feels like it's been two years since we've seen any of these characters. And even yeah. Black Widow takes place between the two movies. So like we we won't actually see anything after Endgame until Spider-Man in December. Like, that's crazy. Or I guess Eternals. Yeah, I guess Eternals in November. But then Spider-Man in December. We're getting another Spider-Man movie before anything else. I totally didn't even click that in. We get we get Eternals and then we get Spider-Man, yeah. This this season. Like, this fall. Dude, Eternals look so fucking good. Did you watch the trailer? Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to think. I don't know. Like, I'm sure it'll be great. I'm, I'm, I want it so bad. I, yeah, I'm sure it'll be great. I just... Yeah, I don't know the characters, so I'm not like super pumped. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not the same when you watch like an Avengers Schiller. Like I know all these badass characters. You know what I mean? There's fucking Thor kicking ass, and there's Iron Man flying around. You know what I mean? So I guess my optimism it's not that same comes. Impact. My optimism comes from the fact that like actually we're getting a lot of movies. So we get Black Widow, and then we actually get Shang Chi. I forgot Shang Chi is coming out this year. They just actually dropped the trailer like ten minutes ago. A new Shang Chi trailer. Oh really? Yeah, literally as we were recording. Yeah, dude. So we get four MCU projects, four MCU movies, not projects, four MCU movies in the next six months. So July, September, November, December. That's wild. That's so fucking exciting. I didn't even know that, dude. You didn't know know Spider-Man was coming out this year? No, dude. I I really haven't been like keeping up to date with all that kind of stuff. I have no idea. It's going to be a Christmas movie. Nice. Yeah, man. Hopefully theaters will be open by then. I'm pretty optimistic. I really want to see that. Uh, Dune is coming to TIFF. That got announced the other day, too, which is... Uh, nice. Yeah, That was announced exciting. a while ago. It's supposed to be our last Christmas. I can't wait for yeah. that movie. Den- Denis Villeneuve is, uh, is uh, the director on that, and he hasn't fucking made a bad movie. So The only other thing is MCU TV shows. Like I don't know what else is... There's more coming this year. Is it Miss Marvel that comes later this year? What? Give me a second. A I'm show? looking. Yeah. I didn't Not even know they're making the Miss Marvel TV show. Yeah, man. Loki. No so we get we're getting What If in August, which is going to be like an animated uh, ten episode run. Yeah, we get Miss Marvel and we get Hawkeye this year. So we're probably going to get Miss Marvel in October, which means that we'll have another month. And then my guess is that we'll probably get Hawkeye, like either after Eternals and between Spider Man for six episodes or something like that. But like. There's so much shit on the way. And then we get Moon Knight next year with fucking Oscar Isaac. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm that's so exciting. Man. Thanks for thanks for uh, putting up with me, freaking out. No worries, buddy. Um, I guess that's it. Like, there's really no other big news this week. I'm gonna do a quick pass to see if there's anything else that I want to touch on. But like, those are all big ones. There's just one thing I want to ask you. Yeah, sure. Are you picking up Mario Golf? I will not be picking up Mario Golf. I don't think I'm, so. I'm holding out until uh, Super Strikers or some sort of Strikers game gets announced. Nice. I'll be waiting for a very long time. I realize that. So I love Super Strikers, man. That game was so good. Yeah, me too. That game was great. Yeah, you're right. They just literally dropped a trailer while we were recording. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> oh, you, actually, okay. You're a Smallville fan, right? Yes. Are you ready for the last bit of news? Okay. Are you excited? I don't even know what you're going to tell me right now. Do you have any idea what I'm talking? So you've not you have not seen anything related to Dude, Smallville. Dude, I've really news been today. disconnected from news this past week. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Michael Rosenbaum and Tom Welland are doing an animated Smallville sequel series and they're going to be doing they'll be in it, the original cast members of Smallville. They're going to do the voiceovers for them? Yeah, and they're also I think I think they're producing it. That's sick. Like, like this is actually like this is this is a fact. He just said like, uh, and it's after a surprise reprisal on the CW's. Uh, this is from IGN, by the way. Sorry, this is earlier today. After a surprise reprisal on the CW's Arrowverse crossover event, Crisis on Infinite Earth, Smallville fans can look forward to even more of Tom Welling's Carl Kent in the future. In a new cameo post, the actor stated that the and an animated sequel series to Smallville is in the works, with actor Michael Rosenbaum also attached to reprise his role as Lex Luthor. Michael Rosenbaum quote. Uh, sorry, quote, Michael Rosenbaum and I are actually working on an animated series to bring those characters back to life and use as many of the original cast members as possible, Welling said. Don't tell anybody, though. It's a secret. We're still working on it. Wow, that's so sick. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. I'd watch yeah. that. Dude, I'd be so excited. There used to be a comic I read, which is Smallville Season 11, that picked up after he became Superman in the finale, and then it just it kind of ended shortly after. But oh, I would be dude, that's so cool, so down, yeah, man, to dude, find out like that Superman story. Is there a network uh, attached to this project, or is it still like really no details on, around that? No, no, I don't think there's anything. I guess my guess is it would be CW because they probably own the the rights. But I don't, to... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I see what you're saying, but I don't think CW does any animated shows. I could be completely wrong. I just, as I don't watch cable television, but. Technically, yeah, I think w, WB owns CW, if I'm not mistaken, though. So it could just go to like HBO Max or something like that. That'd be cool. Let me let me check. I'm gonna I'm gonna. It seems like it. a streaming service type of show for sure. Yeah, it's the successor to the WB, so I think it's owned it's like by a, WB, yeah, the parent company. Yeah, owned by AT and T. Yeah, so it, it could potentially make its way to HBO Max or or another service, some like sort that. of streaming service. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sick. I didn't. Isn't know that, that sick though, man? Isn't yeah, that exciting? Dude. So the Usually only app sent me all like news around Smallville, and he didn't send me that. So there you I'll go. I'm your new Baps. Later. I'm your new, new Baps. Oh man. Um. The other exciting thing too, or not, this isn't exciting actually. There's something else exciting I was going to talk about, but just on the thought of Smallville, it's going to be interesting because Chloe, the char- the actress that played Chloe is like in jail, like she's locked away. Mm. So there was like some sort of sex cult. Yes, I know. Ring. You remember that? We don't have to talk about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Watch the whole thing about it. I don't know. Really? There's a thing about it? I think so. Messenger if you want to know more. I'm good. Thank you. I just wanted to, what are they going to do with Chloe's character? <laughs> Killer. 
Potentially. There is a couple times where she could have been killed. That show took some very weird turns in its last final, and it's a couple of, of, of uh, last seasons. You know what else I'd love to see come back is uh, Sam Witwer. He played uh, Doomsday on that in season eight, which I thought was great. That was such yes. a great reprisal. Yeah. yeah. So cool, we'll man. That's exciting. Next up, Smallville game on Game Pass. Nah, I'm good. You don't want a Smallville game? You don't want to play as Tom Welling? That's super nah, I'm good. I, that, that I don't need. Would you do a, a Injustice skin if it was Tom Welling? I don't play Injustice. I don't care. No. All right, man. You need to be less dismissive, all right? There's people out there that might be excited for that. <laughs> okay. Just neither of us. All right. We're at 45 minutes. Is there anything else that you want to talk about before we uh, we sign off for Or It's Free this week? Um, Nothing, man. I think we covered some stuff. It was great talking to you. I thought we were going to struggle to fill up uh, some time, and it turns out that there's actually quite a bit that we wanted to talk about. So that's always yeah. nice. Always nice. All right, dude. Well, ne- until next week, um, again, check us out on uh, on all social media, uh, on Twitter, on Instagram primarily, at the TheSliceTO. We'll be back next week with a brand new live show on twitch.tv slash dr ice we will tweet it out and we will post it on instagram prior to us going live hopefully we've got a little bit more gaming news going into next week there's also uh, canada day so we're going to be recording on canada day which is pretty fucking exciting so where your where your red and whites boys we're, ca- um, we're recording on canada day yeah the 29th i think it's 29th is tuesday which means that we'd be canada day is uh is that on wednesday is it it is a thursday you're right Oh, there we go. So we'll be recording on Canada Day. I'm getting my second dose that day, so I'll let you know how I'm feeling. <laughs> you're gonna be feeling. You're gonna be feeling slicey. You're gonna be joining us. Okay, buddy. I got my shot before one of the episodes that we recorded. We can fucking no, do it. but apparently there's a lot of like the second dose apparently hits you a lot harder than the first dose. I've heard that as well. Stop being a bitch. We're gonna jump on. We're gonna record <laughs> next week. All right. All right. Um. Thanks again for joining us, Gabby. Good to see you, buddy. You too, Devin. Buddy. We miss you. Dr. Ice, we miss you. It's what did you call this episode before we started? Or it's free, Devin free. That's the one. All right. Or it's Peace. free, Devin free. Wrapped up. It's been a slice. Right, buddy. Peace, Peace. y'all.